Hey guys, I'm Sadie and this is Love What Luck. Please come give me a follow, a like, a subscribe as it really helps the podcast get out. All the links are in the show notes and thank you so much for listening. Let's share the love. Hey guys and welcome to Love What Luck. Hope you all have had a good week. I realise I do say that every week but never mind. Uh, This last week has flown by. It feels like I haven't long spoken to you. Uh, It's gone really quickly, but I survived it. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that I was nervous about going out and having two nights of drinking back to back. Well, your girl survived it. Your girl thrived through it. Yes, there was a hangover, but I overcame it. And I was, I was good, guys. And you know, to celebrate, I've only gone and planned another two nights back to back drinking this weekend. I've got my friend's birthday party tonight, her 30th. It's going to be a big one. I'm super excited. Followed by tomorrow, afternoon cocktails, not even nighttime ones, 4pm cocktails with my work early. So it's just proven to me once again that anxiety mulls over all the bad things and it's always worse in your mind the more it's actually going to turn out to be because I was like genuinely stressed over it and I was so fine that I'm doing the same again this weekend and I've got not a concern or care in the world. So... Anyway, hope you're all good. I just got to say thank you for everyone that got involved on the Insta polls. I did like a little question box last week, just asking you all for your input on one of the topics we spoke about on the podcast. And I just loved all your answers. It's honestly my favourite thing. That's my favourite thing to do since the podcast has started, is get messages from you guys. And like we have a chat and you tell me your dating stories or like what bugs you about somebody you're dating. I absolutely love it. So I'm going to do those again as much as I can. So if you don't follow me, obviously, please do. I'm at Sadie Maltby and I'll link my Instagram in the show notes because, yeah, that's always fun. And I also asked you guys for recommendations this week on what you wanted me to talk about. And somebody suggested office romances, right? And when I got this through, I was like, literally never thought of that. But yeah, like, of course, I feel like everyone's kind of had an office romance or an office something. Don't even know why I didn't think about it before, because my ex is literally an office romance. Like my ex-boyfriend, my last one, my literally last one, I met him in the office. So it just made sense. And honestly, I'm so glad because... When I started thinking about my story, I was like, oh, it is actually a bit funny. And then I got another two stories that I'm going to share with you. And wow. Do you know what, though? It's no surprise that office romances are common. The stats for it are actually insane. So I looked into it. 85% of affairs outside of marriage start at the office. 85%. Is that not like the wildest number? Emotional affairs are the most common type of infidelity at work. Fair, I can see that. 41% of employees are not aware of company policies on workplace romance. I mean, I definitely wasn't. I think it's allowed now, isn't it? I mean, it's got to be. And only 16% of romantically involved co-workers have told others about their relationship. I just think it just makes sense. You see that person every day, lots around, especially in British culture, Lots of the office events circulate around drinking. And I think, like, when I looked into a fair stories and stuff, most of them start after a drink, obviously. 
And then you just get to see that person every day. So if you start to have feelings for somebody in the office, it just grows and multiplies because you're around them all the time. Also, I listened to this podcast the other day and the guy on this said that the average married couple sees each other for two hours a day. Two hours. Is that not insane? Like the person that you chose to spend the rest of your life with you see for two hours a day and you see the people you work with for, I don't know, what's the average person work for anywhere between eight and 12 hours? It's madness. So yeah, it's no surprise that office romances are on the rise. And yeah, here we go. I'm going to start with mine, obviously, and just because I can really get stuck into the office romance feels with this one. So just to give you a bit of context, it was my first corporate job and... I don't know what was up with this office, but I have never known anywhere, prior or since, that has had that many romances. Like, there were 200 of us on the one floor and about 700 of us in the whole office. So, yeah, a big office, but on that floor, 200 of us, there were hookups, there were relationships, there were exes. There were affairs, like honestly guys, there was even a girl there when I worked there who was straight going out with guys, like dating guys and having no luck. And then I saw on Facebook the other week that she's now in a relationship actually engaged to a girl that just joined there, which is actually super sweet and I just thought it was really nice. But it's wild, honestly, it's insane. But here we go, I came in and away. Actually when I joined the job, I was with my ex before this guy and I was on like a major health kick so for the first few months I think I was relatively quiet and then the breakup came and with breakup Sadie came fun Sadie, drinking Sadie, wanted to go out after work Sadie. I mean it was my first corporate job before that I was working as a PA in like a film production company and going to Cannes and I was working in PR and this was a shock to the system and like the most exciting part of my day was finding people to go out for a drink with after. So that's how it kind of started. I did see a guy that I fancied pretty early on. I was like target located, locked, done, dusted. Not going to do anything about it. But you know what it's like. You go, you go into the office like, mm, okay, who was hot you? And he was just my guy. Um, he was really quiet and I just thought he wasn't interested really. So I didn't act on it, didn't even tell anybody. I, like I literally didn't tell a soul that I kind of fancied this guy. But he was like part of a group that were out all the time. And naturally I just sort of gravitated towards that group. And I actually got really close friends with his friend, like his closest friend in work. And I really appreciated him because he was like the first guy like the EAs were lovely like and I'm still friends with them but he was like the first guy outside of my team to kind of make an effort with me and chat to me so I appreciated it and he kind of you know brought me out I suppose so we used to chat on Skype I'm literally mortified that I'm saying this because if somebody on my Instagram from my old work sees this topic and listens to it like they're all gonna know exactly what I'm talking about I low-key feel bad about it and it's stressing me out a little bit but whatever it's my podcast and YOLO and you're, you're what I'm meant to do so anyway 
<laughs> speaking to this guy and he asked me out to go and play squash and I was like okay bit random but you know we're friends and a squash is a very friend sort of day to do maybe it'll help me overcome this super rational fear that I've got of seeing anybody I know particularly colleagues in the gym because at the time I literally had like a huge thing of it I've definitely mentioned it on an episode before we're like I was in the gym before when a colleague came and I was like 10 minutes into my workout and I got up and left because I was like, I am not working out in the same gym at the same time with a colleague. It's like my absolute worst nightmare. But to be fair, I did actually go to the gym class a few times with a couple of guys from my team afterwards. So I did overcome it eventually. But anyway, at this time I was like, it's random, but you know what? yeah let's do it like I, I I was in this phase of my life where I wasn't saying no to anything like genuinely if you ask like the girls who I lived with at the time I was hardcore a hardcore gal so I was like right okay we're, I'm gonna go for squash to play squash and then like a couple of days before it changed to shall we do crazy golf and I was like well yeah definitely because obviously crazy golf is much more my thing than fucking squash but also is this now a date? I was a bit conscious, is this a date? Asking the girls, they were like, probably. But I was like, he's so friendly to me, you know? And he's my friend. I just kept telling myself. Obviously, as you can imagine, it wasn't a friend date, girls. Like, this, let this be known from my experience. If a guy, a solo guy, asks you to do something, I just don't think they want to be friends. If you're single. If you're single and another single guy is asking you to do stuff, he definitely is thinking in his head, maybe someone else is going to happen. That's my experience. So we go out, it's definitely a date, we do crazy golf, then we do dinner, then we do drinks. I'm like, oh my lord. It comes to the end and I'm so in my head about it now, thinking like, this guy cannot think that something's happening you. I like him, I really like him as a friend and we get on so well, but... And he was, like, attractive and probably usually more my type, weirdly. But it was just something that, whatever, he was just a friend. So <laughs> rather than say goodbye like a normal person at the end of not even a date, but at the end of any interaction or night out with another person, I didn't hug him and say, like, thank you for a good night, like, goodbye. I literally st- <laughs> stopped in the street and was like, okay, I'm going to go then, thank you, bye, and turned on my heels and walked away. Like, that's how it ended. (laughs) It was so awkward, but I was like, I cannot even touch this colleague. Like, at the time, I was really in a headspace where this is work, this is professional, it's my first corporate job, I'm not doing anything with anyone, and, you know, that went as far to not even making physical contact with this guy. I mean, I could have given him a hug. Like, I could have given him a hug, he was my friend. Anyway, it was really awkward. We had a couple of messages about how awkward it was, but whatever. We got over it, and I just said, like, that I felt awkward, you know, you're a colleague, etc., etc. Fast forward a few weeks, and the Christmas party came. Now, I can guarantee you that 90% of work relationships of any kind start in a Christmas party. The Christmas party is the place to be. It's the night of the year if you're in an office job. Like, it's the night of the year. So the Christmas party came. Also, I still really fancied this guy. Like, I barely spoke to him. Barely. 
can't I can't even remember when hardly any conversation with him I was like Christmas party came by this point I'd been in work you know a good few months I think maybe like eight months by this point and you know I'd gone on this one awkward kind of date with a guy and basically my values my morals they were dipping they were going the drink was going in the the values were going out the sense was going out do you know what it's like I was like do you know what I'm gonna make my move I like this guy and he's quiet and he's not going to talk to me. I'm going to talk to him. (laughs) So my plan of action was to, (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I can barely remember it, but I'm just thinking of drunk me, to get him into the photo booth, which I did successfully. After like talking to him all night and, you know, dancing and whatever. So I was like, let's go and have pictures together. And then we were (laughs) We were having pictures and somewhere, uh, you know, at some point in between those four pictures, I said, let's do kissing pictures. Like, who am I? Like a predator, please. I'm like a predator in this work Christmas party. So he kisses me on the cheek. We snap one. I kiss him on the cheek. It's kind of, he turns his head. It's kind of a missed kiss, but it's not a kiss. It's a little bit awkward, but we're both so drunk that it doesn't matter. So that happens. I'm like, okay, fab. Um... The next day, I text him, and I'm like, oh my god, I was so drunk last night, you know, a bit of chat. He's very quiet back. I'm like, this guy, I've made my move, kind of. I'm trying to chat to him, because I took a picture of his friend, the one I went on the awkward date with, and the guy that I fancied said, oh, um, you need to send that to me, use my number. So I was like, oh, okay, he wants the picture, but he's also getting my number, smooth, smooth. So I got his number, text him. He was just really quiet, kind of shut me down, like, ha ha, just nothing back. I was like, oh, okay then, he's actually not interested in me. And later found out that he did end up going out afterwards and kiss another girl. But, you know, we won't talk about that. Um, But, so I was like, okay, whatever. A month passes, guys, right? I think I'm, I'm dating other people, like, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not over him because I kind of fancy him, but, you know, it's done for me. A month later, I'm sat at my desk and I get an email through from whoever is in charge of this saying, hey, here's the pictures from the photo booth Christmas party. I'm sorry, is that not illegal? Like, I still to this day, I'm shocked and horrified that they were allowed to release our Christmas booth photos. Something that I thought was more than private, a whole month later, got sent out to the whole office. So literally within a minute, within one minute, it was like message after message. Oh my God, can't believe you two kissing, what's happening? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So the guy who I went on that awkward date with messages me and he's like... (laughs) Um, is something happening takes me for a walk takes me for a walk I mean it's not that deep mate like it's not deep at all um I'm like no nothing's happening nothing's happening and then the guy who I fancied often really try not to name names even though absolutely everyone in my job will know who he is but I'm gonna keep it private just in case and the guy messages me and he's like, hey, that's embarrassing. Those pictures have got around, like, but are you coming out tonight? I was like, god damn, like, did this guy need a reminder of the kiss or what? But he got it. And did I go out? Yes. So I went out, me, him, 
and and the friend who at this point I feel guilty for he's like involved somehow and the friend goes home early and leaves me the guy I fancied from the photo booth and a group of us alone so as you can imagine one thing led to another actually I say this like we didn't kiss or like anything like that but we all ended up back to his for a house party we just partied it was fun I want to say then I went home, but I actually didn't. I, oh my God, I'm lying. I might have kissed him that night. I absolutely did. Sorry, guys. I absolutely did kiss him that night. Who who the fuck am I kidding? I didn't kiss him. I kissed him that night. (laughs) Um, I think, although I can't remember, but it makes sense for the next part of the story. And then I didn't go home that night. I went, I met up with a guy that I was already dating and went out somewhere else until like early hours, which is so, so unnecessary. But anyway, the next day I get a phone call from the friend zoned guy being like, I heard what happened. Like, I think he said you kissed. He must have. Generally can't remember. Anyway, he heard what happened. He kicked off. I was talking quietly because I was with the guy that I was dating and he was like is there somebody there like are you still with the boy's name like are we working with let's call him Paul are you still is Paul there and I was like mate Paul's not you no the guy who actually dating is you like oh my god the drama anyway I didn't even know why I'm like indulging you in this like long long story but hopefully you're finding it like a little bit amusing because I've never spoken about it before anyway I mean, the guy I was dating was just casual anyway, so that kind of died down, and then after that, the guy that I fancied asked me out on a date, and, you know, we started dating, but the friend guy and him fully fell out. Like, I think the friend guy had already told my ex that he liked me, even though, can I just say, I was talking to him and stuff, but... I literally didn't even touch him in the street. So apparently, if you're a girl, you can't even talk to a guy now without leading him on. Anyway, um, basically, like, he, my ex knew that his friend liked me and still asked me out. And they fell out, guys. Like, I don't even know. The guy left. I'm not. He didn't leave because of me. I mean, I hope. Um, but he left. So I don't even know if they've rekindled the friendship. I really hope they have because I'm, like, fully out of the picture now. And I, I would like them um, to be friends again but how bad is that (gasps) they were close friends guys and I broke them up but anyway (laughs) time moves on no I sound like a bitch I actually did feel really guilty for it but also up to them there was no need for it but we went out for a year and a half I think I can't even remember like I'm I won't tell all the story of our relationship but it was a really nice relationship and it ended in lockdown just because I realized when we weren't working together and didn't see him every day. I just stopped missing him. And I think this is my point of my opinion on work romances. Because for me, I'm all for a romantic story, as we know. But if you're in an office with somebody every day, if you're working full time, you see that person more than anybody else in your life, which I still think is the craziest concept to full-time work and it's low-key part of the reason why I don't like it because I see like people in work now more than I see Matt who I live with who I love I see him because he's so busy in work as well and I'm so busy in work we see each other honestly about a quarter of the time less than we see our colleagues 
Isn't that crazy? So if you think about like the the statistics of that and even like finding the time to date outside of your work, the numbers are against you, honestly. And it shows then that if you're in work and if there's somebody that you find attractive and that you get on with, naturally you're going to grow towards them. And I just think that your soulmate is not going to be in the office. The person in the office is going to be somebody that you see so much, they just grow on you. And yeah, you fancy them, but it might also be because you don't fancy 80 other people that you see every day. You know, it's really hard to distinguish it because at the time I didn't believe or think any of that. But then as lockdown came and I moved back to Wales, I stopped missing him. I missed him more between, say, a Thursday or a Wednesday and a Saturday. If I didn't see him, say, for three days in London, or genuinely, I missed him more then than I did when I moved home. It was wild. So I've come in, I'm coming into it thinking that, like, soulmates is just, it's just not office romance vibe sorry like I remember a conversation I had with my ex before when he said something about a job that he really wanted before the workplace he was in that he didn't get and I was like oh god that's really sad you know blah 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 and he was like yeah but if I didn't lose that job then you know I wouldn't have met you now I don't think like that because I think if we were meant to be together you would have met me anyway you would have met me out you would have bumped into me We would have seen each other on an app like you would have met me. And it's weird because I always think like, oh, if I wasn't on the train at that time, I wouldn't have met him. But if we think about that, that's such a fleeting moment. No, like when you say, oh, I went out to this one place and I didn't want to go and I met the love of my life. But that's because it's like one time in like all the time in the world that you have to be in the same place together. But with work... You're there every fucking day of your life, pretty much. Like, you're gonna, you know, I just don't think it's the soulmate. I think that he could honestly be in a relationship with somebody else from work. Like, that's exactly how I feel. Always gonna be with somebody that he just meets randomly on the train or on an app or, I don't know, wherever. But I just don't think his soulmate is in the office, which is weird because in that office we had about three marriages. But I don't know, I always kind of felt unromantic about it. And I also think like in work, especially in London, you switch around jobs so much that work just doesn't seem like a kind of special place that you end up. To me, a work soulmate is a bestie. Like if you go to work and you meet a friend like that you stay in touch with after you quit that job, that to me is a work soulmate. And it's happened to me, like, I hope with one girl that I work with now that, like, I swear I'm going to be friends with her. And it's worked with another girl that I was in my old job, another two girls from my old job who I'm still friends with and I still keep in touch with them. But there's so many other people that I've worked with that I don't keep in touch with. I just think with a friend, it's so special if you meet somebody and you've not, you're not after anything with a friend, do you? Nine times out of ten, you've got your own friends to go out with. You know, you're not trying to kiss them or bang them or do any of that stuff. So to actually gain a friend and make a friend and make time for, like, another friend in your life, they've got to be special. And I think that's the real work romance. A guy, hands, there's plenty of them around. Like, there's plenty of them around to go. Go on the app, the same work guys, 
that are in that office will be on a dating app these days. Like, if you're meant to find them, you will find them. However, I got a message from this girl and she shat all over my soulmate, like, idea in the office, really. I mean, kind of, and I'll come back to her why, but she's had a really happy romance story and I'm going to read it out to you. She said, I started a new job after uni and instantly loved my new boss. He was so funny and bitchy, I thought how fun to finally work with a gay guy until he told me he was living with his girlfriend. After I got over the initial shock that he was straight, feelings started to change. I had a boyfriend at the time. He wasn't a great guy. He was actually engaged to someone else the same time as me. I mean, sorry, what the fuck? But the main thing I noticed working with my new boss was that I realised my boyfriend didn't make me laugh at all because my boss had me in stitches daily. I used to go home and talk about him every day so everyone would ask if I had feelings for him. But I kept saying, no, he's too short for me, he's not my cup of tea and he has a girlfriend. But we got on as friends anyway. I would make his lunch Monday to Thursday and he would take me out for lunch on a Friday. I think we all know what that means. Uh, (laughs) No chance I'd be making lunch for anyone unless I wanted a bit of their sausage back, you know what I mean? I can't believe I just said sausage. That's actually (laughs) made me low-key vomit in my mouth. Sorry, guys. Um... When I left the job after my placement ended, we had leave-in drinks. I got really drunk, but he got absolutely smashed, threw up, and then tried to kiss me after saying he really liked me and was going to miss seeing me. I told him no, and I didn't kiss him because I said I wasn't that girl, he had a girlfriend, and you've literally just formed. I text him after the night out saying I'll see you tomorrow for awkward times, and his girlfriend saw the message. Which obviously caused an argument, but I still left the job and we stayed in touch via text and met up and met up a couple of times afterwards, just as friends. On one meetup a few months later, we were in our cars because we used to keep the hide the meetup secret, and we were talking about what we we're gonna do. I was single by this point and it was clear that there was something there. I told him regardless of what happened with us, you can't be with her because you're obviously not happy. So he said that day he was going to split up with her. But afterwards he messaged me saying that he couldn't go through with it. I told him not to speak to me because it was really confusing for me and he needed to decide what he wanted to do. So I was out and about. I started seeing this other guy and then I was out for dinner one night and he called me saying, I've done it. I've left her. So the weekend after we went on our first date, he met my parents and my whole family Dropped a bottle of beer on a beige carpet. It actually gives me PTSD to think about it. That was my worst nightmare, by the way. Anyway, that night we stayed out until 3am and then I went to his the next day and pretty much moved in. We told each other we loved each other three weeks in and have been together nine and a half years and married for three. So guys, what an office romance that is. I will say that they didn't see each other every day for a long period of time because she left and the feelings were still there when she left. I still kind of backs what I was saying before because, you know, she was only there for a fleeting moment in time and so was he. But they're obviously meant to be together. Like, how cute. Now, I know some people are going to be triggered by that because obviously he had a girlfriend that he was with for a long time and then, you know, he sees this girl in work and I guess kind of starts, like, an emotional affair and... 
the girl did say that for the first three months of their relationship, it was really hard because his ex was messaging non-stop because obviously she was adamant that he cheated on her, um, which she said, like, admittedly, probably emotionally, he did. But she said that she also was, like, crazy for the first few months because she felt like he was going to go back to her. So it's like, even the girl that got, like, the guy, if you want to look at it that way, even she was stressed out. Like, it wasn't an easy thing for any of them. I imagine it wasn't easy for the guy either. But I know people are going to be triggered by it because if you follow me on TikTok, right, and that's it, you might be again, I shared the story about the work-wife saga. If you haven't seen it, right, this thing on TikTok blew up, right? This girl went to pick up her husband from work and she was in full fancy dress as Comic Con. She used to do like Darth Moor or somebody. So the husband comes to the window and is like, oh my God, you're in fancy dress, but I thought that we could take Natalie home, my colleague. And she's like, oh my God, well, don't tell her no because I don't want to be horrible. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, of course. So the girl gets into the back of the car with this woman who's in full fancy dress and says, the girl says, oh my God, you look really scary. And the the actual wife says, like, oh my God, you're much prettier than, you know, I, I didn't realise you were so pretty. So they have like an awkward exchange. But there was like something apparently in this video, right? Well, it's just TikTok, to be fair. Everybody in the comments was saying there's something going on between your husband and his, like, colleague. Just with the way they were acting and, like, the comment that the colleague made and all this stuff, right? So the wife did another video saying, guys, like, she is the loveliest person. You don't have to worry. She makes him lunch every day. And she's bought me presents. And she's always the nicest to me. And everyone was like, Han, run, get away. She wants your man. And that's why she's cooking for him. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to them if they're still together. She like really trusted him. But I know that that's going to be triggering because <laughs> this girl was also making lunch for her work husband. Like there's a whole thing there that they call work wife and work husband. And yes, yeah, a thing. So like, look out for that if somebody's making <laughs> your partner food. You have to think that he didn't leave that relationship technically for the other girl because he was unhappy. And I think I'm making this assumption, but there is no way on earth that he would still be with his ex, even if he never met the new girl. If he never met her, he obviously wasn't happy. So that was always going to end. And from her point of view, yes, it's absolutely shit. But if somebody can leave you for somebody else or want to leave you for somebody else, they're not the right person for you. And as heartbreaking as that is at the time, you can't be with somebody if they're not happy with you. Like, why would you want to be like, it's shit. But it just means that you were not meant to be. You were not the one for each other. And Nike's moved on and is like so happy she would have done the same by now, I'm sure, like it was years ago. So on the flip side, guys, um, I'm coming straight into you. Hope these stories are not too long for you this week. I'm coming straight in with another one. This one is from my actual friend and she was like, you know, I need to tell her mine. I was like, please do. So she said, I first met fuckboy <laughs> 
when he was interviewing for a job at my work and I remember thinking, gosh, he is hot. I didn't think I would see him again, but to my delight, two weeks later, he walked into my office and I remember our eyes just locking. From that moment on, we would flirt non-stop all day, send each other funny emails and just laugh all the time. It was just so exciting to have a little office crush to flirt with. It's such a boring job. Exactly, being there. As time went on, I started dressing up more and making more effort, lol. Fast forward and we were at the Christmas party. Did I or did I not tell it? It was Christmas party and even drinks, guys. He tells me he fancies me and has liked me from the first moment that we had met. This was music to my actual ears. We ended up hooking up that night and I was just so happy at the prospect of having a six foot five boyfriend who was funny, hot and just good to be around. Well, that dream came crashing down when two weeks later I was minding my own business, eavesdropping on him, having a conversation with some colleagues in our office when I heard him ask one of them what he had been up to on the weekend. He replied with, not much, just cooking with my fiancé. He then said, yeah, just like a boring old married couple. Then I heard somebody ask him, aren't you getting married soon? And the prick said, yes, I am, just not to confirm the venue. I could not believe my ears. I was absolutely fuming. I emailed him that second and said, are you free? Can we talk? We then went outside and I calmly asked him, are you single? He looked down at me and started mumbling. I said, are you engaged? And he looked up at the sky like he'd forgotten something and said, um, you could say that, yes. At this point, I blacked out and went into a rage and my man had to come down the stairs because he heard my voice and usher me away. I was so angry. I stopped speaking to him completely and told him to never contact me again. Six months later, he messages and says, would you do it again? The absolute audacity. It was the night before his wedding. Oh my God. She said, I never replied I was in, as I was in such shock. What is it? It's the night before the wedding thing, guys. You know that other story I shared about the email on the other episode that the guy had emailed his ex the night before his wedding? Why? What is there about that? It's like a wedding jitters to next level. Anyway, he went on to get married, but then felt the need to reach out to me via LinkedIn. What? People are using LinkedIn. I blocked him on there also. This office romance caused me so much anxiety and grief, it just wasn't worth it. The manager knew about it all as well, which was so embarrassing for me, as I was then moved desks to avoid having to sit near him or converse with him. My manager even went one step further to speak with my director and tell him about the hostile situation in the office. Office romances are not worth it. Done shit where you eat. <laughs> That's what she says. Oh my God, guys. How horrifying is that? Can you imagine? That's horrifying anyway, but having to go into work and see that person like again and again is just not good. Not good at all. So... Yeah, contrasting stories, but I think I'm going to close the episode with my top tips for office romances. Number one, only have an office romance if you're going to be serious about them, because a breakup in an office is a whole different thing, like a breakup or a hookup where you have to see them again every day. No. Number two, please only have an office romance if you're single. We cannot be dealing with these work wives and work husbands and the work affairs, please. Three, if you tick both boxes from point one and two, make your move at the Christmas party. That's what they're there for. That's where everything goes down. And if it goes tits up, you can blame on drink and just deny all knowledge and memory.
And do you know what? I think, I think that's it. They might, they my three top tips for office romances. If you've got any more, obviously <laughs> come and tell me. And if you want your end in particular, come and tell me. Please, please, please leave me a review on Spotify and come and follow me on there. It's a huge help to me. And honestly, this week I went back on it and I had two extra followers and two more reviews, which means my point, I've gone up to 4.9 and I'm literally, I do like a little dance. Like it makes me so happy. It genuinely, it means like so much to me. You would honestly have no idea. So please, it doesn't take long. Just go on Spotify little five star review follow share me if you like the episode share the reel if you like the reel I wouldn't even see that you shared if you like a reel so if you want to you know stay anonymous for whatever reason I can't even see any of it guys so please do that come and chat to me and I will speak to you next week thank you